Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm Cheyenne Correct. Strong reaction on Capitol Hill to Fox News host Tucker Carlson showing video footage of the calmer moments of January 6th. We'll get us the latest from Politico at 11.15. That includes reaction from the Capitol Police Chief, somebody who doesn't usually weigh in on these matters. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Mexican officials say no ransom was involved in the recovery of four kidnapped Americans. Two were killed. The other two are being treated in a U.S. hospital. CBS's Christian Benavides heard from State Department spokesman Ned Price. Latavia McGee, Eric Williams, and two friends, Shahid Woodard and Zindel Brown, were in Mexico so McGee could have a cosmetic surgery. But they got caught in the crossfire between two cartels. Woodard and Brown were killed. We thank our Mexican and U.S. law enforcement partners for their efforts to find these innocent victims, and the task forward is to ensure that justice is done. Cristian Benavides, CBS News. Mexican authorities say one person is in custody. A senior administration official tells CBS News the Biden administration plans to, starting Friday, stop requiring negative COVID-19 tests from passengers flying from China. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell tells the Senate Banking Committee that if inflation stays persistently high, the Fed could increase the size of its interest rate hikes. CBS's Sarah Ewald-Weiss. Powell said during the hearing he still sees there's a path to bringing down inflation without a significant downturn in the labor market, noting the massive number of job openings. Uh, and he said there's a long way to going into a recession. So that is still an optimistic stance from him. Four people are dead after their small planes collide in central Florida. The Polk County Sheriff's Office says both aircraft ended up in Lake Hartridge in Winter Haven. CBS's Lilia Luciano reports. First responders spent the afternoon searching for survivors after the two small planes collided in midair, crashing into a lake near Florida's Winter Haven Regional Airport. One plane is 21 feet underwater on the ground, on the bottom. The NTSB and FAA will investigate the cause and circumstances of the collision. An NFL star is being hailed as a hero for taking action in Texas. CBS's Monica Ricks with details. Minnesota Vikings wide receiver K.J. Osborne was among four people who helped pull a man from a burning car Sunday in Austin, Texas. So I, I didn't even know if he was alive when we walked up to the car. He talked about being in the right place at the exact right time on the Adam Schefter podcast on ESPN. Obviously, we just got in a big crash, so he's kind of out of it. And, you know, that's when we began to talk to him, you know, try to get him out. Osborne posted pictures of the mangled car on social media and says firefighters said without their help, that driver would have died. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Five women in Texas sue the state over its abortion ban. They say they were denied the procedure when pregnancy endangered their lives. The lawsuit in state court says the Texas law is creating confusion among doctors. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 
1103 here on WTOP. Tuesday night, March 7th, 2023. Reagan National at 42. It feels like it's about 30 with wins. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Prosecutors say he shot a man 10 times. A man who was asleep in a running car and was startled awake by officers. Now a grand jury has handed up charges against the D.C. police sergeant who fired those shots. Let's get the story from WTOP's Megan Clord. A grand jury is charging 41-year-old Ennis Jevrick with second-degree murder in the killing of Antoine Gilmore. Body camera footage released after the shooting shows a group of D.C. police officers walking up on a running car in August of 2021. In watching the video, you can hear officers note Gilmore is asleep and he has a gun in his waistband. When they tap on the glass, Gilmore startles and begins to drive forward, which is when Jevrick fires his service weapon. At the time, Chief Robert Conti said that Jevrick's actions went against D.C. police policies. The 14-year veteran is also facing a federal civil rights charge as the jury contends that Jevrick willfully deprived the 27-year-old of his right to be free from the use of excessive force. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. You can read more tonight at WTOP.com. 11.04, a crash in Prince George's County leaves an 18-year-old dead. She was a student at Wise High School. It's a white BMW. The passenger side of the vehicle is pretty much destroyed. Acting Deputy Chief Anthony Klein with Prince George's County Police. There's parts of the car all over the street, scattered for a good, looks like about 100 feet. He says the car smashed into a landscaping truck that was parked along Ritchie Marlboro Road in Upper Marlboro. An 18-year-old woman was killed and an 18-year-old man was injured. Both attended Wise High School, which is located near the crash scene. No word yet on what led to all this. Because it's still in the early stages of the investigation, I don't want to speculate on the cause of the accident. In Upper Marlboro, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Students and staff sheltered in place at several Montgomery County schools earlier today after a shooting happened close to their campuses. A suspect is in custody. This after Sheriff Goff with Montgomery County Police says a manhunt was launched for a person that they say shot two others on Lake Landing Road near Montgomery Village Road as police search for the suspected shooter. Because there was a suspect outstanding, uh, MCPS made the decision to lock down schools that are in the vicinity of Lake Landing Road. With the arrest, the five schools are no longer sheltering in place. The ages of those involved are not being released, but Goff is saying that the two hurt and the person who was arrested are males. She also says this doesn't appear to be a random act. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. The two people shot are expected to physically recover. The search is on for a D.C. prisoner who got away today. 22-year-old Kenneth Phillips was being held on carjacking and burglary charges from a case in November. He was taken to Howard University Hospital for treatment at about 8.30 this morning, and then they say he got away. Police say he ran off from the hospital. If you know anything about the case, call D.C. Police. A Maryland man's overdose death has his family pushing for more fentanyl testing at hospitals. I was stunned not seeing that on the toxicology screen. Melanie Yates lost her partner, Josh Seams, to an overdose in October. She was shocked that once the toxicology report came back, there were no traces of fentanyl. Turns out, it's because they didn't test for it. We have a crisis in our state right now when it comes to uh, fentanyl overdoses. Currently, it's not required that all Maryland hospitals test for fentanyl, but State Delegate Joe Vogel of Montgomery County and Josh's family hope this bill changes that. We need to be able to keep up with what we're seeing on the streets. Cheyenne Curran, WTOP News. Virginia Delegate Eileen Fillercorn will not seek re-election this fall. Fillercorn is the first woman and first person of Jewish faith to serve as Speaker of Virginia's House of Delegates. She joins a wave of senior lawmakers who have recently announced retirements. 
In an interview with the Washington Post, she says in order to move things forward for Democrats in the state, she's got to leave the House of Delegates. She also acknowledges that she's eyeing a run for governor in 2025. University of Mary Washington political scientist Stephen Farnsworth spoke to WTOP earlier about what could set her apart as a candidate for governor. Part of the advantage that she might have over other potential Democratic candidates is that statewide exposure that she had as speaker and the statewide funding efforts that she engaged in during her years as speaker. Filler Korn first won her seat for Fairfax County back in 2012. Well, still ahead on WTOP, I know you've got two eyes on the road tonight, maybe one eye on that full moon ahead. We will check out what's happening with our forecast here. It's 1108. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, going to Rich Hunter in the traffic center. All right, those winds are causing problems right now. First, at the Bay Bridge, they have now gone into full wind restrictions. That means wind speeds. Uh, upwards of 50 miles an hour sustained. So that means any empty, high-profile vehicles will not be allowed to cross the bridge. Only automobiles, heavy-laden tractor trailers are going to be allowed to cross the bridge. So just keep that in mind. Follow the overhead signs for direction. Now, also affected the nice Middleton Bridge in Southern Maryland. They're just under wind warnings for now, so no vehicle restrictions. Over in Chevy Chase, a stretch of 410 East-West Highway closed between Brookville Road and uh, Jones Mill Road and Beach Drive, that as a result of a large tree down across the roadway, they've already requested a tree crew, but it may be a while before they get out there. Plan ahead. Uh, if you're traveling northbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, approaching the interchange for I-195, single file right past the works, southbound side of the parkway looks good, headed down toward the Capitol Beltway so far. No issues on I-95, north or south. Uh, in Frederick, 15 southbound at the exit for West Patrick Street, exit 13, the right lane, and the off-ramp to go east on U.S. 40, blocked by the work zone. Uh, Virginia, 95 southbound as you approach and pass Route 1, Spotsylvania, exit 126. Single file right past the bridge deck work. On 66 eastbound, as you approach and pass Route 28, you'll be down to a single left lane. And you'll be down to a single lane again as you approach the Beltway as a result of the overnight work. Adelupe is shed south of the Legion Bridge toward the Dulles Toll Road. Should just about be down to a single right lane to that work zone. In a loop between the toll road and Georgetown Pike, two left lanes get you by. Additionally, the ramp from eastbound 267 to join the interloop closed by that work zone. To celebrate 50 years of fun and games, the Maryland Lottery just launched a 50-year scratch-off. It has a $5 million top prize, the largest scratch-off top prize in Maryland lottery history. Please play responsibly. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Has Lego ever been more popular? That's ahead on WTOP. A cold night across the area. Lows in the upper 20s to mid-30s under clear skies and breezy winds. Breezy to windy out there tomorrow with plenty of sunshine. After a cold start, we'll warm into the upper 40s to low 50s. So pretty seasonable for this time of year. Thursday looking like a really nice March day with highs in the low to mid-50s and plenty of sun. Cold for Friday and Saturday with rain moving in later Friday and coming to an end Saturday morning. We could have some wet snow mixing in later Friday into Saturday with this storm system, but I'm not anticipating any accumulation. Otherwise, breezy winds out there Saturday, especially later in the day. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. College Park 42, Fairfax 40, the National Mall 42. And we're headed down to the 30s overnight. Right now, northeast winds are just two miles an hour in Chevy Chase, but they are kicking up. And when they do, it feels like it's in the 20s in our suburban areas. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate.
1111 on WTOP. Money news every half hour, and let's check in with Jeff Claybaugh. Fed Chair Jerome Powell warned the markets to expect higher than expected interest rates. The Dow tumbled 575 points. Facebook may cut thousands more jobs this week on top of 13% workforce reduction last fall. Ashburn-based DXC Technology, one of the D.C. area's biggest companies with 15,000 employees, has terminated talks with a potential acquirer. Lego has never been more popular, with sales up 17% last year. Lego shoppers are buying bigger and more complicated kits. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Asian markets remain low for the most part. Tokyo stocks up about half a percent, but Hong Kong is down two and a half percent. Still ahead tonight here on WTOP, checking back with the video footage of the Capitol riot January 6th, a very different picture being shown on Fox News last night than what many of the rest of us have seen in, in news coverage. We'll check it out with Kyle Cheney of Politico and a lot of strong reactions from congressional Republicans, even the chief of Capitol Police. It's ahead. Here's Brandon Gullah, the vice president and chief technology officer of Rancher Government Solutions on Federal Insights, securing the software supply chain sponsored by Rancher Government Solutions. It's important for us to provide all the binary assets and honesty, transparency and observability to what's actually running in that underlying software component. And it's up to us as a software vendor to make that information available. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Rancher Government Solutions. Rancher Government Solutions, the leader for securing Kubernetes and cloud-native containerized applications for the U.S. government, has launched Rancher Government Carbide a revolutionary supply chain security solution in response to the increasing threat to the nation's software supply chain. Carbide simplifies Kubernetes security management by providing a better, more standardized way for users to verify and validate that their software is safe and secure. To learn more, visit RancherGovernment.com. 11-13. Attorney Joe Cordell. Divorce forces a father to focus on what's most important, his children. You may no longer be a husband but you'll always be a dad. In the divorce process, this comes down to three key concerns, physical custody, decision-making, as well as financial support. Each of these is important, and it's important that you choose a lawyer that cares as much about these issues as you do. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Fairfax area attorneys. Offices in Fairfax, Virginia, and Frederick, Maryland. CordellCordell.com Easy Cater presents We've Got Your Back. Up Singers. So I order barbecue for a 20-person client meeting. Easy Cater calls and says, Hi, Sarah, you probably need more food for that many people. Want us to add it for you? I say yes, please. Turns out they were right. Good thing they asked. Because Joyce's meeting notes can be pretty sassy when she's hungry. Client meetings? Easy Cater has your back with over 100,000 restaurants. Order 24-7 on EasyCater.com and know. Coming up on WTOP, the curious case of Lamar Jackson and why the Wizards win tonight is described as... It was a crazy, I would say, turn of events. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. I'm Steve Cohn, head of communications at Capital Caring Health. Thanks to the recent announcement by former President Jimmy Carter of enrolling in hospice, we hope you and all Americans learn about the immense value of hospice care for up to six months wherever a person resides. Most families wait far too long to enroll a terminally ill loved one in the hospice care. On average, just two weeks, which is too short and tragic. And hospice is free, covered by Medicare, private insurance, or by us for the uninsured. At Capital Caring Health, we're focused on helping patients live life to the fullest for months, not a few days. Even accessing the hospice benefit for two months means patients live better and longer, 
with more memorable moments with family and close friends. What Jimmy Carter decided every family should. Yes to hospice. No to hospitalizations, often resulting in dying alone in an ICU. To learn more, go to capitalcaring.org slash too short. Hospice is about a better life, not just the end of life. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. It's 11.15. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. U.S. Capitol Police Chief Tom Manger ripped Fox News and host Tucker Carlson for his portrayal of the January 6th riot last evening. Carlson used snippets of police surveillance video provided by House Speaker Kevin McCarthy to put his spin on the riot that it was a calm affair. Politico congressional reporter Kyle Cheney joined us earlier to talk about reaction from the GOP and Capitol Police to what Fox and Carlson showed on Monday night. So just just by way of explanation, the Capitol Police chief rarely weighs in on these issues that are so pitched and, and often you know framed in partisan terms because they, they don't like to be in that fray. So it was really remarkable when he came out and said what Tucker Carlson did was misleading and offensive and that wildly misportrayed the actions of Capitol Police on January 6th. And, and so he, he took a very forceful stand. He called it disturbing. He called, you know, just completely erroneous portrayal. And, and to, to an extent that, you know, he, he's correct that, that a lot of what, what Tucker Carlson described was, was not an accurate depiction uh, of, you know, if you actually viewed a, a good amount of these tapes and seen these, these trials. But he was not alone. It was Senate, Senate Republicans, too, sort of rallied behind the Capitol Police chief and said what Tucker Carlson did was you know, whitewash, essentially, uh, what was a violent and horrific day in American history. Some of the footage shown by Carlson that is getting a lot of attention is police officers leading Jacob Chansley through the building. He is very much one of the most memorable figures from the riot. The guy with the fur hat, horns, face paint, shirtless, uh, walking through the hallways. What's going on with that footage where uh, there is no conflict? It was very selectively chosen, and it does appear that uh, the officers are calmly walking with him or, or leading him somewhere. Now, I'd, I'd love to hear from those officers directly, and maybe we will at some point. But what, what the chief said was, look, at that point in the riot, they, the officers were vastly outnumbered uh, by rioters in the building and outside. And what they were doing was, take, was employing tactics to de-escalate. They were not trying to be confrontational people. In fact, they were trying to use influential people like Chansley, who people were looking to for guidance, to tell him to maybe encourage people to leave the building. So it wouldn't be shocking that they would be, you know, telling him, hey, can you go over here and talk to these people, help them get out? And also what Carlson did was omit moments that were much tenser when Chansley was part of a standoff with Capitol Police outside the Senate chamber, when he was on the Senate dais writing a, a menacing note to Mike Pence that was this later discovered, um, and also his, his entry into the building itself, which came in the first wave of rioters that was much more aggressive than anything portrayed on Fox. Kyle Cheney is political congressional reporter. Quick look now at the top stories we're working on on WTOP. Two Americans are back on U.S. soil after surviving a deadly abduction in Mexico. Two other Americans were killed. We'll have the latest on the attack. What are congressional leaders' latest plans for TikTok? Are we looking at a ban? Something short of that. Keep it here for full details. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We're back to Rich Hunter in the traffic center. All right, if you're traveling on the Beltway out of Maryland into Virginia, the work zone begins as you cross the American Legion Bridge and extends to a point near the Dulles Toll Road. Now down to a single right lane to the work center. It is slow getting into and through that work zone. It's length, so give yourself some extra time. You need to get somewhere quickly. On the inner loop of the Beltway, they are also working between the Toll Road and Georgetown Pike. Two left lanes get you by. 
Additionally, the exit from the eastbound Dulles Toll Road to join the interloop blocked this part of that work zone. You're under a uh, posted detour there as a result. Now, if you're traveling in the district, they were checking for a crash reported to be on Suitland Parkway near the intersection with Stanton Road. No word yet if it was inbound or outbound, but police and fire were running both sides of Suitland Parkway, so be aware. Also in the district, westbound Pennsylvania Avenue near 13th Street and southeast. Uh, all lanes are blocked due to a police investigation. Wheeler Road was closed between Alabama Avenue and Mississippi Avenue. That also as a result of a police investigation. Uh, back in Maryland and Chevy Chase, 410 remains closed between Brookville Road and, uh, and the intersection with Beach Drive. That as a result of a tree down across the roadway. Uh, Virginia, 66 eastbound, approaching Route 28, down to a single left lane to the work zone westbound. Uh, they are set up in the express lanes, but they're also supposed to set up in the main lanes of 66 out near the rest area of Manassas. And once they do that, you'll be down to a single lane getting past that work zone. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast, and we go to Amelia Draper. Clear skies tonight as we look to our lows. Well, it's a chilly one. We're falling into the upper 20s to mid-30s with breezy winds. All sunshine out there tomorrow. Highs in the upper 40s to low 50s. Strong wind gusts out there again tomorrow. In fact, we're going to be breezy at times right on through the weekend. After highs tomorrow in the upper 40s to low 50s, we're a little bit warmer on Thursday. Really nice out there on Thursday with plenty of sun and highs in the mid-50s. Rain moves in later in the day on Friday and, and Saturday morning. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Mostly cloudy and windy Saturday, a high of 48. Right now in Rockville, we're at 36, Ashburn 37, District Heights 40. And then you've got those north winds at 11 miles an hour, sometimes gusting much higher, making it feel like it's in the 20s at times. Well, still ahead tonight, we should tell you quickly that we're brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And on the way here on WTOP, environmentalists, unions, civil rights, a lot of different groups getting together now. They say they want more offshore wind power to be set up in Maryland. And then we'll take a look at peak bloom. We're halfway to the peak bloom date. What are they saying now at the Park Service about whether the blossoms will be brilliant or something less than? Stay with us. Over 70% of federal agencies don't have full knowledge of where their data is stored, impacting agency leaders' ability to make informed decisions and accelerate digital transformation. Cloudera Government Solutions offers data in motion capabilities that helps agencies move any data from any source to any destination, turning your siloed data into strategic assets. Cloudera harnesses modern data architectures to improve visibility and speed analysis with built-in security and governance. Visit cloudera.com slash public sector. For details. Diana got some really bad news from the IRS. They said, you owe quite a bit of money. They told me the possibilities of garnishing my wages, taking my house, taking my car. Diana found out about Optima Tax Relief. They've resolved over a billion dollars for their clients. Optima Tax saved my life. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. For details, visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. It's 1122. The new D.C. News Now is here. And if you're an early riser, you're going to really like us. We're bringing you your late news a little earlier, 9 p.m. Not too early, not too late. It's just right. With four locations in the DMV, we're covering more ground and telling more of your stories. The news of the day from where you live, like where you really live. We'll see you tonight at 9 for D.C. News Now. Your new choice for news, D.C. News Now. Tonight at 9. Check your local listings at dcnewsnow.com.
The WTOP Charity of the Month is Make-A-Wish Mid-Atlantic. If a child you loved were fighting a critical illness, what would you give to make their wish come true? Now more than ever, local children need the hope a wish can bring, giving them joy when it matters most and helping them fight their illness. Make-A-Wish Mid-Atlantic needs your support to make wishes a reality for children in D.C., Maryland, and Northern Virginia. Donate today. For more info, visit WTOP.com. Search charities. This is WTOP News. It's 1123. Elected leaders in Northern Virginia say they're pleased to have raised at least $6,000 in three days for earthquake victims in Turkey and Syria. The money being collected will go to buy food packages for those who need them. The goal is now to collect $25,000 for earthquake relief. If you'd like to help out, you can go to HelpEarthquakeVictims.org. HelpEarthquakeVictims.org. Org. Environmentalists, unions, civil rights, and consumer groups all expressing support now for a measure that would expand Maryland's commitment to offshore wind power. The bill aims to modernize the electrical grid to transmit offshore wind energy. Groups including environmental organizations such as the Maryland League of Conservation Voters have joined NAACP Maryland and labor unions to express support for the legislation. The measure would set a goal for Maryland to generate offshore wind by 2031. It's currently working on federal approval of two projects off the coast of Ocean City. A tiny traveling pest is causing the expansion of a quarantine in Maryland. It's all an effort to contain the spotted lanternfly. Spotted lanternflies have been bugging Maryland since 2018, and the fruit-loving insects are considered a major threat to crops. All but six Maryland counties are under the spotted lanternfly quarantine, and that means businesses and governments that move regulated items within the zone need a permit. But what's a regulated item? Construction materials, plant materials, even, yeah, like pallets with things on them. Kenton Sumter, an entomologist with the Maryland Department of Agriculture, explains. There's no policing going on. Um, It is, at its heart, kind of an honor system. If you see one... Sumter says, report a sighting online. See it, take a photo, submit a report, and squish it. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. The cherry blossoms along the National Mall are halfway to peak bloom, which is still on track for March 18th through the 2nd of April. But the Park Service is watching a troubling trend. The buds seem to be following a similar timeline to the buds in 2017 that ended with uh, lackluster showing. We are at at stage three. We're at extension of flora. It's the earliest that we've been since 2017. Mike Litteris with the National Park Service says that doesn't mean the blossoms will suffer the same fate. And of course, 2017 is the year that we had the really cold temperatures when we got to stage five and killed off a bunch of the blossoms. He doesn't see any extreme forecasts that would throw off the bloom even though we're scheduled for a few cold days this week. You know, we would need temperatures sub-27 degrees, and the the blossoms would have to be emerging before we'd have any concern. So right now, none of that's in the forecast. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Let's go to Rob Woodfork. The Wizards needed some late heroics, but they leave Detroit with a thrilling 119-117 victory over the lowly Pistons at the buzzer on Daniel Gafford's putback of a missed Bradley Beal jumper. He got downhill, got a good shot up. Kind of was a little bit over the basket. You know, I was just in the right place at the right time, really. You know, just shot the rebound, put it right back up. I wasn't aware of how much time was left on the clock. I just wanted to get the ball to know, really. And then it went off. I was like, oh, my first game winner. Even with the miss, Beal finished with a game-high 32 points on 
14 of 21 shooting, but more importantly, the 10th place Wizards pull within a game of Atlanta for the 8th seed ahead of their mini-series at Capital One Arena starting at 7 p.m. A new CAA champion was crowned at the ESPN.